about rainbows and what's on the other side. Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. a cancer house party because a cancer house party is barely about cancer anymore um because cancer is boring and like <laughs> it's, i'm not a doctor and even if i were a doctor i would be like super bored you guys um just know that uh it took like every ounce of restraint for me not to and i'm sure you i hope you heard it in the beginning whenever i sing the Rainbow Connection or the Muppet Show theme song, which I actually <laughs> sing and listen to a lot more than uh, most middle-aged uh, people <laughs> should be doing. Um, just know that it took like every bit of restraint for me to stop singing in my Kerm- my affected uh, Kermit the Frog voice um, because I mean it's 
it's magical. And um, because this episode is going to be focusing on <laughs> my pettiness and meanness, um, I thought we would open it up with something, uh, you know, really like beautiful and lighthearted. Uh, also know that it takes every ounce of restraint that I've ever had to not just play music back to back to back to back, like the exact same song over and over again, just just to like, as my husband's like listening to it, to like, just look at him like, oh, I thought you said, you said the music intro was too long, right? Remember when you said the music intro was so long? <laughs> Anyway, um, but that'll only be funny to me, which um, it's kind of how I live live my life. Like, I literally think, like, most of the things, like, I say and do are very, like, man in the moon, like, where Jim Carrey was, or not Jim Carrey, where Andy Kaufman, but I'm talking about the movie because, obviously, I'm not as familiar with Andy Kaufman as I am with the James Carrey recreation. In fact, if you've ever seen that fucking documentary, Andy and Jim, it's like insane and like you'll have no like newfound or maybe continuing uh respect for Jim Carrey as a fucking artist you guys like holy shit he was fucking Andy Kaufman he really whatever but like the the whole thing about like their jokes is just for like him and like his business partner in the fucking crowd it's like literally I feel like most of my life is just like me and you know then Rosanna like and maybe Bob you know what I mean like it's not it's not a wide audience that's going to appreciate this shit uh and that's actually a great disclaimer for what has been like living in in my head and I'm going to say what the kids say living in my head rent free you guys what's been living in my head rent free is this idea that got mentioned on Facebook um that I mentioned it like I came up with it like on the fly and then it like has really been like sinking its little talons uh into me and that is the idea of like a death advent calendar so like this is like the first year that we set up for Christmas. In fact, taking down the Christmas tree was actually heartbreaking. Like how, like I loved having it. Like I would do yoga there, like in the dark but with the lights, whatever. It was fucking mood. Christmas tree was a mood. Loved every second of it. Was sad to see it go. Um, so like it all kind of started with the idea of like, you know, Christmas advent calendars. Like, right? The ones that are like 25 days and then like, you know, the little kid opens them up. I'm like, oh, I get all this crappy chocolate because it's never like done by anybody good. Um, and so like, I really was thinking like, you know, the idea that I'm going to outlive everybody is like, it's not a joke. Like, it sounds like a funny, like, oh, ha ha ha, stupid cancer infested bitch. You're not going to outlive anybody, but that's where you're fucking wrong. And, um, like I'm determined. Do you know what I mean? Like I have, (laughs) I have tenacity and I'm like super determined to like outlive all of you. Um, and I, I don't know why I'm, I'm taking it to a personal level. Like maybe, maybe I would have been good in sports, you guys. Like maybe that, like <laughs> I'm gonna beat that other team. And you guys, like all of you non-canceries, are like the other team, and I'm gonna beat you all. So um, the whole idea of an advent calendar is, <laughs> is to get all of you <laughs> to send me like pictures of yourself. Um, my address is P.O. Box 987, uh, Los Alamos, California, 93440. Um, and so I want like pictures and I want to put them on like little bits of a box and I'll put like little treats or something in the box for me. And then like as you die, I get to open up the box, like kind of like a piece of like modern art, but like constantly changing and super specific. Um and it's like really like taken root. Like I just think it's 
It's really, it's like a mood board, but like a really petty, like a, a really <laughs> a mood board of like pettiness and awfulness. And like, I really love the idea. So um, if you'd like to send me a picture of it, that means that I'll forever keep up with what you're doing so that I can get my treat when you die. Um, and uh, it's kind of, you know, first of all, I've already got two boxes open because, you know, I'm going to like cheat and put a picture of Jay, Jason on one of them and a picture of my dad on the other one. And then like already I get those little treats or trinkets, whatever I decide to put inside the little boxes. Because I'm thinking it's going to have to be almost like little like little drawers. Like I'm kind of getting the idea of like an old school card catalog, like sort of looking or like an apothecary 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 um sort of like you know little boxes um and like with each like with pictures of you all you know like my husband certainly um I'm gonna I guess I'll probably do the dogs you know uh and I'm certainly gonna outlive those little fuckers I mean maybe not I can't really say shit like that because you know who knows uh cancer could get hungry at any minute <laughs> she's on a diet she's unhappy um, so yeah, that's really like the, that's the fucking, like, that's the, the dream right now is to, you know, outlive everybody. And it's not a joke. <laughs> like, like, I don't want any of you to die. Okay. But I want me to die the least. Like that, that is, that's, that's not just a mood. That's like a, like a reality. Like I would really love, like not to have, like, it'll be like one of like the end scene of my movie, you know, is like that last, I pull out that last box and there's, I don't know, something meaningful inside, but like what, I don't know. Uh, and then I like look at it and then I like drop dead. Like, so kind of like the notebook, but instead of like the two, like old people that love each other falling asleep or in dying together, it's like me and whatever the this last little like trinket is like grasped in my you know my wizened although I don't know can a hand be like wizened and is that even how you pronounce it you guys because I think I've only read it uh, my gnarled let's say that because I mean I am getting arthritis so I imagine with the progression of age I'm going to have like you know those big like knotty knuckles looking like a, a white a, like a like a witch hands or whatever like grasped in my gnarled little knuckles is like this last bit like kind of like rosebud you guys except because I'm making all of these it won't be like so you know it won't be it won't be you know it's not gonna be the Oscar winner for that year it's not gonna be Citizen Kane but it's certainly whatever that's the dream um you know, it's not a great dream. It's a petty fucking dream. But you know, I'm not a great person. I'm a petty fucking person. So it's like, it's fucking super apropos <laughs> that this is, uh, and I'm going to do it like going to I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to enunciate. And I am going to create an advent calendar card catalog with pictures of people who I've known uh, and I'm gonna put some dead people already on it just so like that there's already boxes like opened um, so that I've beat some people like even if I leave the game early you know like that because it, it, it'll be like a piece it's like it's honestly it's like an interactive piece of art it like belongs at like MoMA um, I mean you know like a garbage version of MoMA obviously like a backyard <laughs> D-list MoMA um, anyway, okay, so 
Uh, that is the dream right now. That's I've got it kind of in my brain. I am going to do it. Like I said, send your pictures to P.O. Box 987 Los Alamos, California. That's a 93440. Just do it. It'll take you five fucking minutes. And like it'll be included. And like I'll actually once I finish it, I'll like take a picture of it. And it'll be like the little picture for the episode. So you can feel you know, included. And then like when I die, it's like, you know, then you can like mourn it. And like, who doesn't love to be fucking sad, you guys? Like sometimes like real sadness is kind of enjoyable and cathartic. Like, you know, I was saying how that's like living rent free in my head, like another image from like 10 fucking years ago that lives rent free in my brain and just makes me so fucking sad. Like I can literally like, if I think about it for too long, I'll start just like bawling my fucking eyes out. It's like a picture from Eastern Europe uh, of a dog fighting dog that I guess lost his dog fight. And so his owners cut off his fucking ears and like there's this dog with no ears. He's looking at his ears, which are in front of him. And the guys are like standing there because I guess sometimes in the, you know, heroic fucking art of dog fighting, like, is there anything fucking worse than a goddamn dog fighter? Like that is obviously like the as sarcastic as I can. Like I just turned myself inside out with that sarcasm. Um like that lives inside of my brain like that you know what I mean and like so if I ever need to get like if I were ever an actor like I would immediately like pull that image up waterworks Oscar you know check that off maybe a box maybe one of the boxes is an Oscar I don't you know I don't know it might like change but I think it's going to be uh death specific so uh take with that what you will um and then we, we I wanted to talk for a second about Graham Repair you guys the Grim Reaper um, rom-com that I was trying to formulate, but it's really hard to like figure out like a, who would play him. Although now, I mean, I'm thinking army, <laughs> army hammer, uh, with his weird cannibalism, cannibalism, fetishism. But then I read like an op-ed by a dominatrix, uh, and said that actually cannibalism is a, like, a uh, like fetishizing cannibalism is kind of like a, a norm in the BDSM community. Um, and that that wasn't as big of a red flag as the fact that one of his ex-girlfriends was saying like that she wanted to like stop so many times and like he wouldn't whatever so you know I don't whatever so I'm thinking it has to be somebody attractive because you know you want people to watch your show and people like to watch pretty people um and then like my only problem is is like trying to make Graham repair like I keep characterizing him and he's kind of like a complete and immediate ripoff of Colin Robinson uh, from what we do in the shadows. Like, first of all, whenever anybody like says, Graham Reaper, Graham Reaper, he like turns to the camera, like in that old school, like Hans and Franzi face, like think of Dana Carvey's face as Hans or Franz, I forget which one he was. And he would always like look into the camera and do like a grinchy, a very grinchy smile. Like, so every time they say Graham Reaper, I can see Graham, Re Graham Repair turning to the camera and saying Graham Repair and making that face. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how, it, like, how to make him likable. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a soul stealer. Like, I know, I guess he has to eat. I get like right now he would be like super bloated and fat because he's having to eat so many people that shouldn't be dying. Do you know what I mean? Like, a it's just a really hard thing to like make him likable, make him the Grim Reaper, make him hot, you know, because like, is the Grim Reaper hot? I, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I, if I have the, the, uh, the power of my, if my imagination can stretch that far, you know, like 
you know, I just don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm kind of backed into a corner with this one, you know, because like, obviously, like you want it to be like a fun rom com -y type situation, or maybe the whole rom-com is that like, he really likes her and she's like, um, no, you're the Grim Reaper. And like, you know, so he's trying to get her. But then again, that's problematic, you know, because like, it's like that age, that age old trope where they would like tell boys like, oh, don't give up, keep trying. And like now, like women are like, no, <laughs> tell them to give up. Like if a girl clearly says, I'm not interested in you, like stop pursuing her because it gets real creepy real fast. <sighs> Again, I don't know how to make him likable. You know, like I, like he's, I guess he's got to be kind of goofy and like he's just in like a long line of grim reapers. Like this is what his whole family has done. Like the reluctant Grim Reaper, like maybe that's the angle that I would have to like, that I would have to like go from, do you know what I mean? To make him even remotely <sighs> likable. I mean, look, if Joss Whedon can make like Angel and Spike hot, all right, and yes, he did and whatever. If he can make them hot, then, you know, I should be able to like make the Grim Reaper hot. Um, but then again, like, I'm no Joss Whedon, you know what I mean? I'm just some middle-aged bitch with, like, a ton of cancer and, like, you know, talking into her phone and, like, <laughs> not editing well <laughs> and putting way too long music and laughing like the fucking Count from Sesame Street. Wah! Um, well, you guys, uh, this has been uneventful, uh, but of course it's made me ever so happy. Uh, I did take quite a little bit of a break, mostly because like, I really don't want to get political. Like I really, I mean, I am political. <laughs> Who I am is very like, ah! um, but I don't really want to bring that here because like, you know, what if somebody is, like, super, like, opposite side of me and they really, you know, are super into, like, you know, thinking that they're saving everything because they really believe QAnon or whatever they're believing that is so, such fiction. Um, but they have cancer and maybe they're taking, like, some solace or, you know, some comfort in this nonsense. You know, I don't want to necessarily bring it to the realm of sense or like mattering or anything like that and with everything that's been going on uh in the world you know I'm really trying to just kind of focus on uh goofy ass shit because like that's what I'm good at that's my wheelhouse like you know when I want to listen to somebody who's like smart I listen to like Russell Brand or you know like I know pe maybe people wouldn't characterize him as being a genius but the way that he fucking weaves his words together and like kind of gets you to understand like this is all the fucking minutiae like there's no giant pendulum swing you know it's all like baby steps and uh, you know the, the slow erosion I mean it's none, nothing is fast you know if we wanted it to be fast this is not the president we would have had would have elected I mean it was our only choice on this side see there I am political but if we really want to change we would have you know gone for somebody who really was like liberal like <laughs> Biden is fucking moderate as a motherfucker like painting him as like some crazy liberal whatever is like ins like an insane thing uh, and I love that they want to paint like wanting basic rights like healthcare oh, is like oh, oh they're so crazy like wait, come on motherfuckers like it, like meet us half fucking way like it doesn't have to be like this 
Um, okay, I got a little tiny bit political. I'm gonna fucking reel it in, but I've just got one more thing to say that I take real fucking pleasure <laughs> in being called a demon rat. <laughs> Or, like, a limtard online. Like, I just love it. Like, I don't know why. It's like, it's, let's, let's talk about Colin Robinson. It's like that fucking episode where Colin Robinson went and worked in the office and then he got so, like, so much power. By the way, if you're not watching what we do in the shadows, Colin Robinson is, like, an emotional vampire. So, like, he's, he, like, makes, like, 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 oh, like, oh, you didn't like that. Like, he's, like, a, like, he's not a waiter, but, like, as a waiter, like, he's, like, one of those waiters who'd be like, oh, you didn't like that or he's like a table we didn't like our food very much like when they have empty plates like that kind of like comedy like that kind of grating like heavy like uh not angsty because it's like empty but just like boring like small talk like how's the weather uh he's very uh you know he's a an emotional vampire and he's fucking brilliant you guys if you're not watching what we do in the shadows like turn this off like right now well like wait a minute because i'm almost done um like go watch it it is fucking hilarious if you need like a like a commercial for it like so taika taika ytt which i'm killing his name i'm sure but i don't fucking know it how would I know how to pronounce his name? Uh, the New Zealand actor, director, the one who's responsible for Jojo Rabbit. Like that's his, his, his fucking, th- he did that whole thing. That's him. And he played uh, Adolf in that, um, which if you've seen it, like, you know, uh, fucking great. Char- Scarlett Johansson's like whole mwah, outfits, head to toe, shoes, styling, like fucking beautiful. Loved it. And Jermaine Clements, who is from like Flight of the Concords, and then in Moana, he played the crab, the shiny. He does like a great David Bowie impersonation. Anyway, it's like their baby. They had the movie, right? If you watch the movie, the movie's good, but the fucking show, which is totally different characters, but in the same universe as the movie, the fucking show is one of the fucking funniest things I've ever seen in my entire fucking life like it is so good it is so funny like in fact I'm probably gonna rewatch a couple episodes right now because it's like it's that magical okay um all right well the commercial's over Uh, I'm kind of over TikTok now you guys just so you know like not really like I'll still like look at it but you know it gets really monotonous after a while like it's super fun in the beginning and then it just kind of like you know you start seeing like some people literally sit there for like a minute like just filming themselves like not doing anything like usually it's girls like just maybe changing like their face like ooh ooh ah and like there's lots of filters and shit and like I've been pretty like non-filter anti-filter in my life um I mean if I could walk around always like having a filter that people like you know in every day could like see of course when am I when are people seeing me you know what I mean I'm like I'm in deep quarantine I'm in deep quarantine um I would probably do that uh but as far as like putting filters on my pictures I just can't because none of them look real Uh, And it's like, what are you hiding? And like lots of stuff, guys. Like obviously I take pictures from like, you know, higher angle, you know, I mean, come on. (laughs) But you know. Um, anyway, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Um, we're probably going to hit 600 with this episode, which I know I keep you guys posted and it's such like art. It's so arbitrary, like to everyone except for me. Like it means like it's 600 little fireworks bursting in my fucking heart. All right. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Now go out there and die so I can pull open your drawer on my advent calendar. Bye.